Podcast Answer Man, episode number 132. everybody and welcome back to another episode of podcast answer man my name is cliff ravenscraft and today i'm going to bring you an episode that is a little unique something a little different than what you're used to typically in this show i will play you several voicemail questions from the listening audience and and i will try to answer your questions and uh well to be honest with you i still have lots of those here you can, of course, continue to submit your questions to area code 859-795-4067. But today I want to take a break from that and do something a little unique, a little different. And I just want to talk about something that I talked about a little while ago. Uh, and, and it was called podcasting with passion. You know, podcasting your passion. And I've been thinking about this. And and I, I've been looking around and it's amazing to me to see just how busy my life has become as a result of pursuing my passion. One of the things that I've noticed for a very long time is that people say that they feel drawn to the type of stuff that I do and to the podcast that they that that they listen to that I produce. They're drawn to it because of my passion that I have that I share for, you know, this passion that I have for what it is that I'm talking about. Oftentimes, people will say, you know what, I listen to you talk about things that I particularly don't have passion about myself, but I love to hear the way you talk about it. You know, you talk about it with such passion that sometimes I find myself getting excited about the things that you're excited about. And that's really what I want to talk about a little bit more today. But before talking about it, I want to say thank you to Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher is a good friend of mine. He's been a gspn.tv community member for gosh i don't know how long now but uh anyway um he basically oh sorry i'm gonna hit pause there uh he sent me over an email not too long ago in fact it was uh just back on it was three days ago and he says hey cliff uh this is a really great video it's about passion and selling uh it's 12 minutes long but worth it and I'm sitting there thinking, oh goodness, here's a here's an email here's an email with a YouTube link in it. It's like, by the way, here's this 12 minute uh, video about passion and selling. And I'm thinking, okay, really, seriously, am I going to be interested in this? And I, I and here's what ran through my mind is that as I heard this, this is going to be some guy like kind of like Gary Vaynerchuk saying. Everybody, get all excited! You gotta have passion, and if you want to sell, you gotta have passion, and 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 that's really what I thought that I was gonna get when I clicked on this video. But wow, it's not what I got. In fact, what I got was so much better. In fact, I want to invite you guys. If if I'm gonna play some audio from this thing here for a little bit, and 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 by the way, this topic has nothing to do with podcasting. I mean, as far as what he's going to be talking about in this video, it has nothing to do with technology, but it has everything to do with what I really believe is at the heart of what will make you a successful podcaster. And that is finding your passion, finding your passion. If you want to see this video at any point in time, I'm not going to play the whole 12 minutes here, but I'm going to play about five minutes of it at least, 
And and I just want you to hear this guy talk. Um, by the way, the video can be found at gspn.tv slash soda pop. Seriously, it, it, it's gspn.tv slash soda pop. Soda pop being one word. All right. Now, the the audio that you're about to hear is is a, a, as a guy who owns a retail store, a brick and mortar retail store. And in the store, he sells nothing but soda pop. That's it. And not your typical, you know, run-of-the-mill RC Cola, Pepsi, Coke, and, you know, 7-Up and stuff like that. These are all very unique um, varieties of of soda pop. And almost, I think every one of them is in glass bottles. So if you've ever gone into a store and you see a Jones Cola or something like that, just imagine, like, a thousand different varieties of of soda pops or sodas and that's what he has in the store now this guy is not a super eloquent speaker he's he doesn't he doesn't have the appearance of somebody who is going to like you know wow you with his you know he's not going to impress you with his great uh physique or his looks or anything like that i mean he's not an ugly guy don't i'm not don't get me wrong i'm not trying to paint that picture uh, but I want to set the stage here to have you understand this is just a normal, average guy. But he's not normal, and he's not average because this is a guy who found his passion in life and who is pursuing that passion. And see, that I guess maybe he's not a normal, average guy. But when it comes to maybe his his ability to 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 you know just speak or share or whatever i mean it's nothing really powerful it's not like he's taken classes on how to give a speech and really to motivate you and inspire you but eric fisher was right it was worth every single bit matter of fact it's 13 minutes long it's 12 minutes 58 seconds it was worth every single minute that i spent watching it the three times that i've watched this video now this isn't a video that changed my life but i'm sitting here wondering why on earth am I, why am I, first of all, why in the world did I listen to the entire 13 minutes of this guy talking about soda pops? I have no interest in soda pops. I really don't. And, and then I had to ask myself, why did I watch this a second time? And then I had to ask myself, why did I watch this a third time? And why is it every single time that I sent a link to somebody I actually pulled it up just to make sure that the link worked. And why did I watch the first five minutes each time? Because this guy has something that is, it is this, he's got an attraction about him. And, and what is it that attracts me to what he's talking about? It's his passion for, and his love for what he does. So I just want you to sit back. I want you to, to hopefully clear away all distractions for just a moment and just have a listen to the audio of this very plain Jane YouTube video that really motivated me and got me excited. So here you go. When I was about eight or nine years old, we went on a family vacation up to a place called Happy Camp. They had a spring and this water had natural carbonated water. And I could remember as a little kid thinking about that spring and said, if we could pipe this down to my school, when we turned on the water spigots, we could get soda and I could have different flavors of soda. I wouldn't have to drink the water that I drink. <laughs> I went to work with my father when I was five years old. Galco's itself goes back to like the roots is 1897. About uh, 10, 11 years ago, the Pepsi Cola salesman came in 
And he said, I got the best buy you're ever going to get on a pallet of Pepsi Cola cans. I'm only going to charge you $5.59 a case. And I said, thank you, but no thank you. I'm going to send my customers down the street to Ralph's because they're going to be on sale down there for $1.99 a 12-pack. And he says, well, you can't do that. Pepsi Cola is a demand item, and your customers are going to demand that you carry Pepsi Cola. And I said, my customers are going to be happy. I was honest with them and sent them down the street. They can buy them cheaper than I can buy them. And after two weeks of really being upset, I said, thank you very much, Pepsi Cola, for reminding me that I own my shelf space and I can do anything I want. So I immediately went out and found 25 little brands of soda. They, gee whiz, they were still in glass bottles, and I put them on the shelf. And, you know, people would come in and look at them and say, what are you doing with all those old things that don't sell? And when I got to 250, it's where you're finding them. So now we have about 500 different sodas. If you're going to get a, a root beer, the one that's hardest to find is the red ribbon because it's made with the bark of sassafras. If you're looking for a lemon lime, try the bubble up. It's still made with lemon and lime oils. The Manhattan Special, the company that makes the coffee soda, they've been making coffee sodas since 1895. The same family in Brooklyn. They roast the coffee beans, they brew it, they bottle it. A little 10-year-old kid, he comes running in, he says, where's that cucumber soda you made me buy? And I'm laughing. I mean, I thought it was pretty funny. A little kid asking for a cucumber soda. You know, they don't drink cucumber. They don't drink vegetables. I mean, you know, people say, well, you're here and you're working all the time. And I'm saying, I don't work. I just play all day long. <laughs> I come in and play. It's flavored water with a lot of bubbles. But if I were going to define it in one word, I'd say happy. I mean, or smile. By the way, you should taste, taste it. What do you guys want? People come in here and they look around and they said, well, this is overwhelming. I didn't know there was this many flavors of soda. What really has happened is it's given exposure to little bottles that they've never had before. We just picked up another independent bottler. They've been bottling since 1926. The mother, the daughter, and two brothers bottle. Those floral sodas. The fellow calls me, you got to carry my sodas. I'm from Romania. We still know how to press the rose petals. And he said, I'm going to send you samples. And I said, oh, okay. And I'm thinking perfume. Wow. Crisp, clean rose soda. The American public has never been exposed to anything like that before. We bought the total run. They're not available anywhere else in the United States. And so I said, Illy, what else do you make? Well, I have a cucumber. But the problem is that nobody will give me a chance. So we commissioned a run of the cucumber. First lady comes in. Oh, this isn't what I was expecting at all. It's actually very good. When the American public has the choice, they're going to buy it. They're going to try it. The way a product goes in a glass bottle is the way it comes out. Everything is overcarbonated in plastic because it starts breathing. And it has about a four-month shelf life. So they get flat as they go along. But when you put something in a glass bottle, I will tell you, the caps are so technologically advanced that the way it goes in is the way it comes out three, four, five years down the road. Have you ever picked up a, an old glass bottle? Oh, wow, heavy. That'll hold carbonation. The bottles today are very thin glass. And if they have a weak spot in them, they'll explode if you put too wow. much carbonation in them. You could drop these and they'll actually bounce. They won't break. I mean, I've dropped them and they just, boom, they don't break. 
Talk about reusable. They asked, are there any good Most diet sodas? Most diet sodas are really pretty bad. I mean, they just don't taste good. There's been a few that have come out. Stewart's black cherry diet is probably the finest diet black cherry I've ever tasted. There's Jones has a diet green apple that's very good. And then there's Sprecher's, which has a low-cal root beer, which has like 11 calories. And it's not a true diet, but it's low enough if you're watching calories. But other than those three or four or five, most diet sodas drink less. How's that? Drink six ounces rather than 12. And you get 60 calories versus 120 calories. And then you're satisfied and you're happy. Everything prepared in this country has corn syrup in it. And it's totally unnecessary. The largest single crop in the world is cane sugar. It's larger than corn and wheat put together. It takes three times less sugar to sweeten with than it does corn syrup. I mean, take a look around at the diabetes. You'll never get an allergy from sugar. You're going to get an allergy because there's a spore in corn syrup that cannot be refined out. And people have allergies to corn products. So why would you use corn as a sweetener? We have some, yes, the uh, Stewart's, the IBCs, and the Crush. They're contract bottled, and they're done in glass, but they're done with corn syrup for the supermarkets primarily. We, we carry them because they don't come any other way. Once a year, Coca-Cola makes a kosher Coke at just before Passover. The kosher one will be cane sugar. It'll have a yellow cap. It'll have a U in the upper left-hand corner with a circle around it. And the label will still say corn syrup. It won't be changed. Try the two side by side and then tell me. The one with the cane sugar just goes pop and it explodes and the flavor just wham. It's delicious. And the one with the corn syrup is like. There you go. All right. So basically, uh, you can get a, a feel for this. And I encourage you to go watch the whole 13 minutes over it. Just, just go to gspn.tv slash soda pop and it'll take you right there. I, I, you know, I, I hope that you understand why I'm playing this on, on, um, podcast answer man, because this is a guy, this is a guy who, if he were to come to me and say, Hey Cliff, I want to start a, a podcast. Clearly his podcast should be the soda pop cast. I mean, that is what I would call. I would even have him call it the soda pop cast. Would I subscribe to his podcast? I don't know, but you know what? I may, especially with the way that he talks about you. He talks with conviction. He talks with as somebody who knows his subject in intimately. I mean, the fact that he knows that Coca Cola once a year creates a kosher uh, version of their product, and and that it, the label doesn't actually change. But if you look at the cap, it's got a U with a circle around it, and I mean, just. The, the guy just has passion and he's you can tell he's not a super eloquent he's not super eloquent in his speech and and again if you see the video he, he doesn't look like anybody out of the normal but there are a couple different things number one what I found about this guy that I really like is that he is so clearly focused he is very focused he has found a passion it, it would appear to me that this store, um, actually, now that I look at it, you know, watch the video again, that, that this guy sells more than just soda pops, okay, in, in his store. But the, the fact is, is that um, he's, he's clearly focused on a passion that he has. And so much that, you know, 
I, I love what he says. It's like, listen, I had the Pepsi guy come and says, listen, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm going to sell this case to you, you know, for this a price per case. And he's like, listen, no, you know what? If people want that kind of soda, I'm going to send them down the road. It's cheaper down there because, you know, they buy a whole lot more of your stuff than I will. Uh, and, and, you know, I'll just send them down there. And it's like, well, you can't do that. It's like, I love how he says it. Listen, thank you, Pepsi, for reminding me, you know, that I own my shelves, you know, and that I choose what goes on my shelf. And I, I love that, you know, and, and, and that's the same thing that I've been doing with Podcast Answer Man, you know, not just the podcast, but the business, you know, my consulting business is like, you know, yeah, I, you know, somebody says, well, gosh, Cliff, why do you brand yourself as the Podcast Answer Man? You know, don't you think you're missing out on work for people who might be willing to hire you to help them with YouTube videos and, and how to get into Facebook fan pages and, and how to effectively use Twitter. And it's like, well, yeah, you know what? I, I know how to do those things. And I actually, I do consult my clients who I, I bring in as podcasters, you know, you know, that I, but my, my passion is podcasting. My passion is doing what I'm doing. This is, and, and, and as a result of that, People say, if you need anything in podcasting, the person you need to talk to is Cliff Ravenscraft. You know, whereas if somebody asks them, you know, hey, I'm looking for some help. Do you know any consultants out there for new media? Well, you, you probably, Cliff Ravenscraft probably isn't the first person that comes to mind. But podcasting, I'm hoping that Cliff Ravenscraft is pretty darn high up on the list of, of most people who might be asked that question. You know, and, and so... I uh, definitely love the focus there. I mean, the fact that he, you know, he's he started this out with just a, you know, a handful of so- different flavors and varieties of sodas, and now all of a sudden he's got over five hundred varieties of sodas. He's got standards, you know. He he, he only takes bottled sodas. Um, I love the fact that he supports other small businesses. You know, the the fact that he. Uh, you know, he's got, you know, I'm, I'm working with this one company and it's basically the mom, the dad and the child and these people bottle. This is what they do. I love that he, he, he found a, he's like, oh my gosh, this is really good. And he, he sanctioned that. He says, this is, I bought the entire run. Uh, you know, I am the only place in the United States that you can buy this soda. I mean, th- this is a guy who clearly is driven by passion. And, and again, the the purpose of of playing this is the, to say okay so you're thinking about a podcast so you're doing a podcast you know are you experiencing burnout uh if so is are you really podcasting about what you're most passionate about you know that that's the thing i i'm at, i'm at the point now where as at the end of today i will have i, I mean i'm almost at 1800 episodes now and and people say, Cliff, how do you podcast so much? How how do you normally on Thursdays is when I record, uh, with the exception of this past week and this coming week. Uh, but normally I podcast on Thursdays from like six o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the evening, recording eleven podcast episodes back to back. How do I do that? It's because I have passion for the topics of which I podcast about. And there are times when I have passion for a topic, and then over time that passion subsides. And when that passion subsides, that doing continuing the production of that particular podcast becomes not something enjoyable, but it becomes a chore. And when podcasting becomes a chore, it's time to reconsider the continuation of that podcast. And there are two podcasts right now that are just kind of on uh, indefinite hiatuses. You know, the the Heroes Fan Podcast, the Private Practice Fan Podcast, those are on indefinite hiatuses. We've also 
launched some other podcasts in the past, the Bionic Woman, uh, the Dancing with the Stars, and those those shows clearly in our minds became immediate flops after we started and launched those shows. And it's like, you know what? We just don't have enough pa- passion to drive these shows. Now, you know what? Are there people out here out there that love those shows? Yeah. Are is it is there a potential for us to to gain an audience of another? 10 to 15,000 people as a result of doing that podcast? Yeah. But are we going to wow them? Probably not. You know, it, it, if, if I'm doing a podcast for the wrong motives, which is to just get my name out there, or, you know, that is not going to do it. Uh, but, you know, finding what you're passionate about, something that drives you, uh, is something that I certainly suggest. And so the soda pop guy he, you know, I really believe that this is something that is worthwhile. Go and watch the video. Um, something else I want to tell you about as a as a podcaster. Uh, well, I'm sorry, as as a consultant, I've been using this, and it's and it's radically changed my life. Uh, which, by the way, if you head over to um, businesstechweekly.com, that's businesstechweekly.com. Look at look for episode number five of that podcast. And it should be something like Tungle Calendar Scheduling or something like that. Uh, but Tungle is a service that I've been using recently that has drastically changed my my life throughout the week. It has caused me to be able to fill my schedule so much more uh, with work that has you know, basically brought in a lot of extra money each week as a result of using this. So what Tungle is, is it's a service that syncs with whatever calendar service that you have, and it will allow people to see your, your free times. You know, If you've got something planned on your schedule, then it shows that you're not available at that time. But any other time that you don't have clients... or or appointments scheduled on your calendar, it shows as free and people can suggest times. They can create a a, a meeting suggestion. It says, I'd like to meet you to discuss such and such. And then they would choose two or three different times that would work for them based upon what I have. And it emails me and says, hey, so-and-so is proposing a meeting. And it says, choose from the available times. And so I can see the three different or the two different, or sometimes they only choose one spot, which is cool. Uh, but I see what they chose, and I see that it's open on my schedule, and I think about it. Hmm, which one of these works best for me? And I choose the one that works best for me. The, then the service emails them back, and it says, you've been scheduled. The meeting is confirmed. It puts it on my calendar automatically. Absolutely awesome. If you want to hear more about this service, I, I did an entire podcast with my friend Andy Traub. He and I interviewed the CEO of the the uh, startup of this company. Uh, check it out. Uh, that's at businesstechweekly.com, episode number five. All right. Next up, I want to read to you an email that I got. Uh, somebody sent me an email saying, hey, I've got an interesting question for you. I have a PR client, and I've been helping them with their podcast. They got an email message from someone in Russia who would like to subscribe to their podcast via the Russian version of iTunes, but the podcast isn't listed. Uh, number one, I had no idea there was Russian iTunes. Is what the, this is a continuation of the of the email. Number one, I had no idea that there was a Russian version of iTunes. And number two, could the fact that the podcast is tagged as English be the reasons reason that it's not listed? 
So here's basically the answers to those questions. First of all, uh, several different geographic regions around the world, usually built around the different languages, have their own version of iTunes. So, for example, let's just take Podcast Answer Man. I've got my podcast successfully... um, uh, And and then, of course, Keith's in in the chat room. He says, yes, there are about 70 different stores. So... Anyway, I've got my podcast, Podcast Answer Man, and all the other shows successfully listed in iTunes. Now, I don't have to go into the Russian version to put my show in there as well. So with that being said, it should propagate through all of them. So when once you're submit, submitted and approved in iTunes, it should make it to all of them with no problem at all. I've never had anybody in Australia or Germany or in the UK... Uh, any all over the world, people are listening to our podcast and are subscribed via iTunes, and they found us in iTunes. So I know that I'm in all those stores. A couple different things to note here is that if 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 I if I have let's just say 30 reviews in iTunes, the people in Germany do not see the uh, the reviews that are left in the American store. And if if like 10 of my listeners from Germany were to go in and put a review on iTunes. I will not see that in my U.S. store. So um, so there are some things that don't transfer back and forth between those. And again, usually it's because, you know, because of language reasons or what have you. But all of, I don't know that I actually tagged any of my podcast with a language. Uh, but, you know, I, I suppose that it's possibly it's possible that it's built in. You know, English is built into the tag somewhere. But uh, but no, uh, that that alone that that will not get you to where you're not showing up. So I haven't heard back from this person. But the first question I had is: it sounds to me like they're just now helping this person get started out. And so it sounds one of the possible reasons here could be that the podcast was just submitted, and it sure it's showing up in the iTunes store in the U.S. right now. But it may take it maybe another day or so to show up in all the various other st- versions of the of the store. Uh, now, whether or not Russia actually blocks any you are English speaking only podcast or where it's not written in Russia, the descriptions aren't written in Russian. Uh, I doubt that. I've never heard anything like that before. And to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure how many podcasts are going to be out there in Russian. But I, I'm sure that they're out there. So, so I know that that people, you know, at least in Germany and and Sweden and Norway and Australia and Thailand and, and guitar, you know, guitar. I mean, I mean, people all over the world are finding our content. And I know that I didn't do anything other than put myself into the normal iTunes that I have here in the U S store. So it, it goes there. So that could be one of them that it just hasn't propagated yet. The other thing I noticed is I had a client about two months ago, MediaWeekPodcasts.com. That's plural. MediaWeekPodcasts.com. Let me just check, make sure that's right. MediaWeekPodcast.com. Yeah. So this this person, uh, this client hired me. They they they're in I think Melbourne, Australia. And uh, here I'll play a little bit of a of the audio from their show. MediaWeek.com.au. This is MediaWeek's TV industry podcast, recorded at MCM Studios. Hey, uh, welcome to another week. Uh, we have some great special guests today. In fact, uh, James, one of the guests we're uh, waiting for is in a taxi on the way to uh, the MCM studios here. Of course, that's Richard Clune, and uh, he works for the Sunday Telegraph, so he'll be rushing into uh, the podcast today. 
But uh, we have Vesna, who's the editor of TV Soap in the studio today. How are you going, Vesna? I'm very well, thank you. Very good. The new edition just came out. Yeah, this is our 25th birthday collector's issue, just out on the newsstands. That's Stop good. it. Can't have been 25 years. Come I, on. I know. It makes me feel so ancient. 25 <laughs> years, and I think I've been there on and off for about 19. So. Really? All right. So anyway, uh, this is a client in Australia that hired me because... Uh, when he when James first con- contacted me, he says, Cliff, I've got a problem. Um, people in the U.S. are telling me that they're able to subscribe to my show, but there's something going that's a little wonky here um, in in our Australian version of the iTunes store. It's it's just not you know there are there are no podcast episodes listed here, and when I subscribe, it, it's not downloading. Uh, so there's some major issues, and and it, and I was perplexed. It was the first time I ever noticed uh, where it's it's showing up in the i you know it's showing up here in the U.S. store, but it's not showing anything in the in the Australian store. And the problem that James had was that the server that they were on had like a 30 second delay, so it was basically timing out. Uh, and it just so happened, I guess maybe that when the iTunes store pinged it last, it basically had had caught it just, I, I guess, at a good time. And, and before the iTunes store timed out, it actually showed the most recent episodes up to that point. Now, when that happened, it, it worked. and and that. But when any other time that I tried to load it up anywhere else... This thing was timing out. It took at least 30 to 90 seconds at time and, and pretty much anything timed out trying to get anything to come off the server that they were on. So all we did is we moved them over to Bluehost and I uh, set that up, created their WordPress and then I they hired me to take, I think they had like 35 episodes total between four different podcasts and I ported all of that information from the place where they were into a new WordPress installation and created separate feeds for all the different categories, which is something they didn't have before. Um, and then, of course, I made them an all-inclusive feed and they gave me the they hired me to do a, you know, kind of a just a basic redesign of the site. And so I, I think it was like a 14-hour project altogether, or maybe maybe a 6 to 10-hour. I, I can't remember. But I remember spending about two days, a good portion of two different days working on this account. And it was a lot of fun. I loved it, by the way. I, that's what I love. I, that's the other thing about the soda guy. What do you say? Listen, I don't work. I play all day long. That's exactly how I feel. I mean, well, except for when I have to do accounting work. Then I'm working. And it really sucks. But anyway, outside of the accounting stuff, I, I, I do. I come in, I play all day. And sure, there are times, you know, this this product here, gosh, I remember staying up one night until four o'clock in the morning trying to just do this stuff because it was it was pretty much just standard copy paste from one install or one installation over to the other. And it was just moving and reformatting some things. So it was kind of like thoughtless, brainless, mundane work. But I was still enjoying it. It was it was it was centered around my passion. It's getting somebody, you know, up and running. And as soon as we moved them over to Blue Hat Host and I had all the feeds set up and everything, uh, then I actually resubmitted it to iTunes in the US. In the US. And within two days it was in the US store and it was also in the Australian store. We went in. I went in and had the old, um, old feeds removed, and everything's up and running. So that was that was a way that I solved that. Now let's just say it sounds to me like from this email that I had received 
that the client is is probably somebody here in the U.S., but somebody in Russia wants to uh, subscribe to the podcast, and it's just not showing up in their store for some reason. Well, let me just tell you that there, it's very simple. All you have to do is email them back and give them these instructions, and it's, it's something that you may not even have to write. To, well, you'd have to write it to them, but this is what you do. You basically open iTunes. Up in the menu, there's a section that says Advanced, and then uh, when you click on Advanced, it'll pull down a little drop-down menu, and it'll say Subscribe to Podcast. All they need to do is take your RSS feed and plug it in there, and boom, it will subscribe them immediately to your podcast, and it doesn't matter if you're in the iTunes store there or not. So that's another way to handle this. And even furthermore, uh, and I'm still I'm still surprised how many people don't know this, but then again, it, it makes sense. I mean, not everybody eats, sleeps, dreams, and everything else uh, podcast. So uh, it, it's understandable. But if you know how, on, if you go to podcastanswerman.com, do this for me. Seriously, next time you go there, go to podcastanswerman.com. I'm pulling it up now myself just to confirm that this is the way I have it set up. If you look over on the right-hand menu of my uh, sidebar, uh, at the bottom, you'll see a little section where it says Podcast Answer Man Podcast. Over 100 hours of content related to podcasting. Subscribe today and receive re- regular updates. And then there's a, two little graphics there. One says subscribe with iTunes. The other one says subscribe with RSS. The image that says subscribe with RSS is just a direct link to my feed burner feed for the Podcast Answer Man. However, and if you hover over that, if you have the little status bar at the bottom of the screen and you just hover over that image, you can see that it shows that that link actually would take you to feeds2.feedburner.com slash PAM or P-A-M. If you hover over the one that says iTunes, you'll notice it almost looks identical, except that it is a hyperlink, not starting with HTTP colon slash slash, but instead it starts with ITPC slash slash or colon slash slash itunes protocol is what it stands for itpc so if you actually create if you create an image that says subscribe with itunes and you make that image link to itpc colon slash slash and then the rest of your feed taking out the http colon slash slash by the way uh then what will happen is when somebody who has itunes clicks on that it will open up itunes automatically and it will immediately subscribe them to that podcast they don't have to do anything else other than click that one button so yeah so there you go there are a bunch of different ways that you can subscribe to that podcast anyway i'm going to wrap it up a little bit now Uh, i know that i told you that today was going to be just a little unique a little different If you guys want to find out what's going on, why an abbreviated show, why am I recording on Saturday this weekend and next weekend, uh, all that other stuff, I encourage you to check out some of the other shows I produce. Um, In fact, there's podcast or there's uh, Pursuing a Balanced Life uh, over at pursuingabalancedlife.com. You can check out the most recent episode, which I'm going right now to tell you what episode number that is. Pursuing a Balanced Life episode number 438. Also, head over to familyfromtheheart.com. Episode 81 has some exciting things that are going on. We talked about today, we gave some movie reviews. Uh, We reviewed the movie uh, Where the Wild Things Are and also the movie Amelia about Amelia Earhart. Um, Had a special press screening for that. Really enjoyed it. 
And uh, the last thing that I want to tell you, again, head, check, make sure you check out gspn.tv slash sodapop. And, uh, you know, find your passion. Find your passion and podcast about that. And when you podcast about your passion, you don't have to be super eloquent. Your passion will shine through. It will speak for itself. And so I encourage you to do that. And then, of course, uh, something I mentioned at the end of last week's show is that I'm hoping to... Well, first of all, I am uh, increasing my rates on November 1st. It is official. My new rates will be $150 an hour. So I'm going from $95 an hour to $150 an hour. Uh, that starts effective November 1st. I My... I, my Schedule's all booked up until then, so uh, anybody that's interested, that is my new hourly rate. And uh, I imagine that that's probably going to um, thin my schedule out the next couple weeks, So, uh, which is actually a good thing. I, I'm, I, I've actually been working way too much recently. Yes, I know that I just said that it's all playing for me, and it is, but uh, there are some things that I, I, I've needed to get done around here that I just haven't had time to do. And uh, one of the things that I've been wanting to do desperately is to create some product, some products for sale that you can download and buy, uh, such as video training materials, such as uh, you know the behind the scenes of how you know what my workflow looks like to record a podcast from beginning to end, um, how to how to record or how to do a podcast with co-hosts in different locations. Uh, those kind of training tutorials, you know, both of those ideas, by the way, have come up from you guys. I have a whole list of uh, uh, ideas for different products coming through now. And if you want to see what the current product wish list is and you want to add to the wish list, I encourage you to check out gspn.tv slash product wish list. Again, that's gspn.tv slash product wish list and let me know what it is that you would want me to put together as a training video something that you would find useful because chances are if you'd find it useful so would others and of course that's what i'm trying to do trying to find a way to earn a little bit more passive income because my desire is to pursue a balanced life i want to spend a little bit more of my evenings and weekends with this awesome family that god has blessed me with thank you all for listening thank you for subscribing to the podcast answer man until next time everybody join the community. God bless. Bye-bye.